Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to Smoking Sex with Danny. I'm your host, Danny. And here we talk about sex, love, and all that comes in between. Stay tuned for the discussion. Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in and staying tuned to a new episode of Smoking Sex with Danny. I'm your host, Danny. Um, today we're going to be talking about sex, music, and movies. So let's get into it. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm just, I'm still dealing with that cold that I mentioned on one of my previous, um, podcasts. So bear with me. Okay. So today I want to. Today's not going to be a long podcast because I have to go out today, so um, it's not going to be that long, but I'm going to try and make it substantial. Okay, so my topic, like I said, is sex, movies, and music. Um, I was supposed to do it last week, but um, it didn't work. It didn't happen that way. It didn't work the way I wanted it to so I'm gonna try and do like podcasts um I'm not sure how often like I said I'm starting out so bear with me until I find the perfect type of schedule that would work for everyone um so on this episode I wanted it to be a little more interaction, a little more interaction. I wanted there to be a bit more interaction with this one. Um, so, my first question to you guys is: Do you prefer movies or or music in the background when you're having sex? Like, personally, I could go either or. The right movie could put you in the mood, and then you're just having, then you don't even get to watch the movie because the mood just got so romantic or so raunchy that you have no you have no choice but to like do something with your partner um whether that's a platonic partner that you have an agreement with or um your actual bona fide boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you wanted to label you guys self as um but movies are a yes for me when it comes to having sex. Movies in the background, sometimes the right movie, would, like I said, it will put you in the mood. But sometimes it, it gives a perfect cover noise. Like, oh my god, like people will just think you're watching movies all the time. Because, like, okay, if you're like me, I don't like to scream and make noise and stuff. Um, on occasion, when it's too good, I might make... I may, I may moan from time to time, but most of the time I'm usually too engulfed in the activities that's being performed, so I don't make as much noise as most girls would want to, or some girls would expect me to, or some guys would expect me to. Um, I'm usually like quiet. And it's kind of scary, but it's kind of sexy because 
if you're able to see my facial expressions it's like damn that was good that like that move right there you should you should do that move for a little bit longer <laughs> um so the next question is music what type of music do you like in the background when um you're having intercourse or sex i i like to say intercourse sometimes it sounds a little more professional guys um what type of music because like i'm i have an eclectic ear for the most part um i like from pop to dancehall to rock to smooth jazz to country um the only there's only two genres that i wouldn't have sex to literally and that would be like gospel music and um screamo because i don't listen to screamo and screamo is like heavy metal i don't really listen to too much heavy metal like some heavy metal songs like cherry bomb i could fuck with but and i'm not sure if that's even considered heavy metal but i would consider that as heavy metal um i i could fuck with that but like the ones when i say screamo i mean like when I don't understand what's going on and I'm getting a headache, I can't deal with it. I, I like stuff that makes sense to me when it comes to music. If it doesn't make sense, I, I can't listen to it. And as for gospel, I think that's just kind of wrong to be having sex to religious music. It's just weird. In my opinion some people might like that i don't know you can leave your comments below or you can send me an email tanika danielle at gmail.com um but personally i i just can't do it i don't understand like like church people like to say that listening to secular music as they like to call it or worldly music they say that too um is not good but what are you going to do when you are in the mood? I know you guys would probably put on some oldies, old school love songs because you guys are not into the new school because they're really, some of the new school songs are really blatant with um, their, their lyrics. Like, they don't hide anything. But some of the old school, like, if you pay attention, they... They talk about the exact same thing. They just know how to finesse you to make you feel more, a little more cozy about it. Like, you don't feel as offended, you know? Um, personally, I like to have music in the background when I'm having sex. And I don't mean, like, slow jams like R&B and stuff, like, or oldies. Um... Sorry, not R&B or oldies. I like, like, old school dancehall and, like, the 2000s type of dancehall. Those type of tracks, when I'm having sex, is like, whew. Yes, and if you could move to those when I'm having sex with me, if you could move with me when we're having sex to those type of music, um, you just got points, bonus points in my book. Because sometimes it's hard to catch the rhythm for some of the songs. And if you could catch the rhythm for some of the songs, like, damn. Like, my ex-husband used to um, make fun of me. But 
it was okay he wasn't making fun of me he was complimenting me he's like i've never met a girl that literally could give a, a hand job to um write like to any type of song that's playing in the background and be on rhythm and he's like that's kind of sexy i'm like mm, i i i like what i do i i enjoy having sex and i love music so if i could put the two together you know like it's one thing to be able to get your waist to move to the like this is we had a full-out conversation about it like it's one thing to get your waist to move to the rhythm of the song that's playing or you're just too infatuated with the fact that you're fucking somebody and it feels good so you're not even paying attention to the music and it's just acting as cover noise but there's another thing to incorporate the the rhythm and the the little sound bites and the little breaks that's in the song into your um sexual endeavor for the night or the day um i don't think i've actually had sex to rap to be honest um like hip-hop yeah but like straight up rap i don't think so I might try that one day just to see if it works. And then I'll probably end up switching it to something that I like. Because, like, don't get me wrong. I've had sex to slow jams like R&B and stuff. But, um, I don't know. It's not as exciting. It's like, why are we doing this? I don't understand. Maybe if I was, maybe, maybe if I was making love instead of having sex, it might be different. But I like sex. <laughs> I saw like a like a like a like a novice. Um Yeah, I really like sex. I don't necessarily think that lovemaking always has to be like slow and deep penetrations at all time. Like sometimes it's just the vibe like a good fuck session or a good sex 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 session sorry got tongue-tied could be more enticing and more romantic to me at least to me i don't know if you guys feel the same way you could comment um it could be as romantic because the, the feelings are already there or else you like some type of feeling has to be there like either you find them attractive and either you find them attractive or you find them um what's the word somewhat fuckable or the moment just striked you and then it's like you know i kind of like you so let's do something about it you know so there has to be some type of connection there or else you're not going to fuck the person. Not intentionally at least, you know? Because sometimes you get... sometimes Okay, per, okay let, I'm going to include this um, into this podcast. Um, drunk and high sex. Pro or con? You could let me know. Um... I think it could be a pro if that's what you're into. If you're into having in, um, intoxicated sex and you like it, that's that's good for you. And I don't knock you. But personally, I've never had drunk or high sex. 
like I'm usually sober and I I think I enjoy most of my physical activities and my sexual activities when I'm sober. If I'm high and I have sex, that means I'm like sober enough to know that yeah, I'm going to enjoy it or it's not enjoyable. But I'm not so high where I just have to have sex. Like I I I am not that girl. Um when it comes to being drunk, usually like okay, I've been drunk a couple times in my life. I've never been pissed drunk like many times, but I've been drunk a couple times. Um I literally how would I wear this? I literally have never had drunk sex. Like, I don't know. Is drunk sex fun, guys? Like, I would love to hear people's comments on that. Like, drunk sex. Hmm. I heard that it's fun. I heard that... I heard, like... I've heard people say, yeah, I'm drunk so and I'm horny, so let's do something about it. I'm like, um... Listen, I don't have drunk or high sex, so it's not gonna work. Like... Nah, but nah. <laughs> it's not gonna work for me because, like, I feel like if you're not clear enough to make to give consent to what you like or what you don't like, and you're just doing it because you're intoxicated, you shouldn't be doing it. Like, if you can't do it when you're sober, what's the point in doing it when you're drunk or high? It doesn't make sense, does it? So I, that's, I think that's my rationalization for never having drunk or high sex. Plus, I was really protected when I was younger. Like, I, the one time that I was um, considering, of ha- considering having sex when I was high, my younger cousin, um, he's like a brother to me. He's like one of my younger brothers. Um, but he protected me. He's like, she's not having no sex with you guys. You guys could go about your business. Because she's a good girl. And I know she's like. I, I was considering doing some fuckery. Because I got super high. And like. They're like. My my cousin was like. Nah. She's not the one to be fucking with. I will fuck you up. Don't even look at her. And then they were like. Okay. We're just gonna finish smoking. And we'll be out. And that was my birthday guys. I, I was like. I think I, I think I just turned 15. And I was considering having sex. And I was like. Nah, it's not gonna happen. And then shortly after, guys, I'm gonna give you a little story time in this one. Um, shortly after, my mom arrived to our parking complex, to the parking lot in the in the complex where I was living, and my mom was like, "What are you doing over there?" I'm like, "Um, nothing." She's like, you were smoking. And she almost kicked me out on my birthday at 15. I'm like, oh my god. I I didn't mean to get in trouble. I was waiting for you and you didn't show up. And she's like, yeah, I know. Church took long that day. I'm like, it's not even Sunday. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I know. But you know, church schedules, sometimes things take a little bit longer than expected. And... um. So she was upset that she, that I went out and I was I was wearing all white. Me and my sister were wearing our all white outfits and she's like, "Why are you guys wearing all white? Like, why are you guys outside this late? What are you doing coming from there from that part of the complex and why are you, why does your eyes look like that? Like you've been smoking." I'm like, "Um, 
I don't know what to tell you. And then my aunt, my aunt is allergic to like a lot of stuff. So when she smelled the smoke on me, she started coughing like she was having an allergic reaction. I'm like, oh my God. But she saved me from getting kicked out. So I'm so grateful. I'm so, so grateful. <laughs> because I almost got kicked out on my birthday at 15, guys. And, and that was because I made the conscious. Like imagine if I decided to have sex and my cousin wasn't there to protect me from not having sex like i would have been in so much trouble because if i don't come i'm like you're just a waste you like what's the point like what was the point of you trying to hit on me or try to get in my pants like just a waste of time and i like long sessions like and I think when you're drunk and you're high, you don't, you can't gauge the time properly. So if it's not a proper session, I would be like, you know, you can't fuck. And, and it could be just like, oh, I, I came early. And it's like, because you're drunk or high. That's your business. I didn't tell you to get drunk and high and then try to have sex with me. I'm not that girl. So why don't try to make me that girl? I literally, even if I go to my boyfriend's house when I'm drunk which I've done before I don't have sex with him I literally go to sleep um even tipsy or high um because I smoke marijuana just so you guys know the difference when I talk about being high um when I'm high I literally become very motherly when I'm drunk I'm like motherly too to to an extent depending how drunk I am and if I'm really drunk like drunk to the point where I'm like feeling a little queasy because I've never really thrown up like that I, I don't throw up every time I get drunk because I've only been drunk like what like drunk to the point of throwing up like three times um if I'm not mistaken I think I think about three times yeah and I've been drunk to the point that I just don't want to do anything a couple times where I just put myself to sleep because I'm like I'm not getting in trouble for anybody and then when I did get in trouble it was because I was drunk and I lost all sense of coordination I was like what am I supposed to do I know I have a boyfriend but where does he live again <laughs> that has literally happened to me like I, I got so lost I was like um what am i supposed to do i'm i'm so intoxicated and then i just went to all my friends house and they're like hey, i guess my boyfriend here they're like no i'm like oh like don't you know i'm like i'm so confused and i got in trouble that was a, that that was the first time i ever got in trouble i was like uh oh i need to be good i can't be intoxicated on the road to the point that i don't understand where i am that's not healthy so imagine like being so intoxicated and then having sex it's like do you know what you're doing no are you giving consent to have sex right now i clearly can't because i don't know where i am like i don't know what i'm doing so it's like what's the point of having intercourse with the person if you can't consent to it because you're you're too intoxicated to me that's like asking that's like telling the person that yeah i would I'd rape you if I have to. And I don't mean like... And I, okay. So, 
rape is a very touchy subject because a lot of women and men have been subject to rape so i'm not making fun of it because i've been there um but like my friends some of my ex-friends and i um some people some of them i still talk to um or have contact with sorry um we used to mess around like the girls would mess around with the guys and be like you know we're gonna rape you we're just gonna hold you down and fuck you and we were completely joking because we would never do that like i would never knowingly harm somebody like that that that's just fuckery and any time that i feel like i may have harmed someone whether it's just my me feeling like um i took advantage of you because you may not have been as sober as i thought you were in the moment or not as cohe- coherent that's the word i'm trying to say and or may not have been as coherent as i thought you were i feel guilty so i would apologize um but to like force yourself upon someone i don't believe in that like no matter the nature or how small you think the action is um people will call the police or put you like they'll call police and tell the police that you tried to rape them and that's not a good charge to have anywhere in the world especially west indian countries they will kill you if you if they go if you go to jail and they found out that you raped somebody especially if they like worse how if they're oh my god if they're minors and they don't know any better or even if they've been sexually active but they were minors because and they were intoxicated mm-mm, they will hold you down and kill you in jail that's in the west indies though like and in canada i don't know what they do but i think they still frown upon it like they wouldn't like like they'll probably think like what if it was my daughter or my son or my nephew or my niece or my grandchild like you know so that's you have to be very careful when you're having drunk and high sex with someone because a moment of consent could be a moment of bad decision making so it's better you wait till they're sober or sober enough to make a decision or sober enough to at least know where they are and make a decision about what they really want to do instead of rushing them because they're intoxicated and i don't mean like gang banging them or jumping them i mean like don't entice people to be bad when they when they're trying to be good like that happens to me from time to time and i'm like you know i'm not gonna do anything right because i can't make a sound decision and i can't tell you like what if i don't like it i wouldn't be able to tell you because i'll be intoxicated or i'll be like and then because i have sex with men and not women and some women are strong so i can't even say that but because i have sex with men and men sometimes are stronger than women um i can't knowingly have sex with someone when i'm intoxicated because if they want to continue and i don't want to continue then we have a lawsuit on our hands and i don't want to put anybody in jail for sexual assault or or rape or anything like that so it's better that i just stay to myself and um keep my little celibate self um circumspect you know because i've been celibate this whole time i've been making these podcasts and um i got a little bit of 
human action a little bit. Um, not I haven't had intercourse with anybody yet, guys. I'll tell you guys, but um, I I didn't feel like I felt like they were a little too horny for me, and that's not a good look in my book. Like because they were intoxicated, and I guess they've had intoxicated intercourse, and they like it. That's them. But when I'm intoxicated, like nah. Especially, like, when I didn't plan to have intercourse, I'm not going to do it. No matter how much I like you. And I have to know you, know you, know you. Like, n like know you to the point. Not necessarily know everything about you to have sex with you. But I would have to, like, be in the... Not in the mood. Like, it's so it's so hard to explain. Um, I would have to be at the place where I'm ready to have sex and you would just have to be the person I decide to have sex with at the time because I could know you for decades and still not want to have sex with you and not because I don't value you but I value you in different ways and maybe I don't look at you like that you have to be open to that sometimes the people them that you look at a certain way they don't look at you like that so you have to be like okay that's fine you know and you shouldn't take it insulting because they might still find you beautiful or handsome, but you might not be in, be their type of person, you know? So we have to take all these things into consideration when we're having drunken high sex. And um, even if the right movie or music is playing and I don't want to have sex, I'm not going to do it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I'm just not going to, so... I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Smoking Sex with Danny. I went on a little rant. Um, but I hope my point was um, received. Um, you can email me anytime. TanikaDanielle at gmail.com And um, you could comment or leave comments. I'm, I'm not sure if you're able to leave comments on the apps that it uploads to. But uh, you could try to leave a comment or email me, like I said. Um, or you could check me out on YouTube, Smoking Sex with Danny. Um, I talk about some of the stuff that I talk about on here, on there. Um, it's a new page, so bear with me. Um, I'm just regaining my independence again. So, yeah, enjoy. Have a great day and God bless.